welcome to X1039's What's New Now, a podcast where we talk about music because our candy podcast idea got rejected. I'm Crowley. That's honestly true about Sean and I really want to do a candy podcast. Before we get that, though, I guess we can just talk to some some awesome artists and stuff instead, like Milky Chance, the best German rocker since the Scorpions and probably since even before then. Milky Chance going to be out with Young the Giant and Talk June 3rd at Red Rocks. They're actually second time at Red Rocks, which is really awesome. And dropping a new album, Living in a Haze, which is going to come out just six days later on June 9th. All of this, of course, a couple of years after they drop an ode to our state, Colorado. We really appreciate it. Hey, don't forget to like the podcast, subscribe, comment on it when we post it on socials. The whole thing, it helps us get our podcast to other people. All right, let's get to it. I got a lot to ask. Clemens from Milky Chance. X1039, uh, and I have got the one and only Clemens from Milky <laughs> Chance calling all the way from Germany. I assume you're in Germany right now. Where are you, get, where are you at, at at the moment? I am in Germany. I'm in uh, Berlin. Ooh. That's where we're based. That's where we live. Yeah. Nice. I'm home right now. Yeah, I'm sitting here with my coffee. The same. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, we'll share a cup of coffee together oh. and have a little talk. <laughs> yeah, so it's your first coffee in my, well, what is it, third, maybe. Third? Nice, nice. <laughs> well, I'll try to catch up while we're talking here. So, well, hey, look at this. You guys are just a couple of weeks from the 10th anniversary of Stolen Dance coming out. How's that feel? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was actually, a- uh, April of 2013. Exciting. Oh, man. Oh, you got you got the exact date. Wow. <laughs> I did my um, research. Uh, wow, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I mean, not only... I mean, that song, of course, stands for a lot for us as well, like for like the history of the band and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just also like uh, being a band for 10 years, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, being musicians for ten years, and um, yeah, it feels good. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, we are thirty now. You know, ten Jeez. years. It's it's, uh, it's a lot. You're you're old men now. You, you've 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 lived through the the whole ringer and everything. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say old. Well, <laughs> good, because I felt really old at thirty. So I'm glad you guys aren't feeling really? it too. So, oh no, I don't. I don't feel old. I'm. I'm actually, I feel pretty young. Do I, you? I so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys got a lot going for you, certainly. And I mean, like, obviously with Stolen Dance, it was kind of a kind of a quick success story for you guys, right? Because what, you only played like two shows before recording that first album. <laughs> yeah. Man, were you were you anxious about recording all those songs without having had a chance to really play them on tour and test them out in front of people? Or was it easier because they were still fresh? I think recording that album was the easiest for us. Because it was the first time for us, there were no expectations, nobody knew us, you know, nobody was expecting anything, mm-hmm. uh, so we were just, uh, you know, still pretty young, pretty naive, also like pretty easy, like easy mindset, and I think we were also like very free during that time, I mean, it was right after finishing high school, so we were just enjoying summer and just, just doing music, you know, without any achievements or anything you know just like because we 
felt like having a lot of fun doing it. Um, so that was, I think it was pretty easy. Man, I get it. Well, it's the whole thing like you spend six years getting ready for your first album and then you have six months to get ready for your second album, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for us it was, it's kind of a weird story. I mean, like the whole thing, like the band came together because we were just recording that album. I had those uh, these songs written and we just recorded the album and then you know, we released it, and of course, like we had the idea. Okay, now we have an album, and we played two shows, and there were people liking it, and we felt like, oh, this, you know, like we we get some attention and all that. But back then, we didn't even had any idea of how we want to, you know, play the songs live on stage and all that, and like what, you know, we didn't really figure out what we are as a band. So, and that that work we did, like, well. From then on, like over the I don't know three four years, so we weren't really ready to go on tour when we started going on tour. <laughs> That's that seemed to be the way. Yeah, you guys, you guys really had one of those like really quick blow up kind of success stories. So yeah, well, and interesting that you mentioned like you know not being sure what the band was because I was looking at like your influences and everything, um, and I saw like what you guys met in a jazz band in college, right? The Flown Tones. Mm-hmm. On that note, um, I like. there's been a lot of talk about all your different influences and stuff, Ray Charles and the like, jazz, reggae, electronica. Do you have an influence that would surprise people if they if they knew about it? Are there any that like mm-hmm. come out of left field? <coughs> okay. Oh. Well, me, Challenge question. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a good question, though. Um, I like it. I mean, you know, we... Probably maybe something that you wouldn't expect is because we we went to like music class in high school. We also went to the choir, and we also got deep into classic and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, we kind of had to do it because that was you know the subject. Yeah. Uh, but um, we were, we were also singing uh, a lot of nice tunes in the choir, and uh, for example, we sang some arrangements by Lady Smith Blackman Basel which is a South African choir and uh, uh, I think they got like some some um, a lot of attention uh, internationally when they I think they recorded a uh, a album uh, with Paul Simon if I remember oh, correctly yeah. we also did a song with them on the third album I think very few people know that but um that was really nice for us. And that's maybe like some some more exotic influence that, that we have. Interesting. Say, so. Let me throw this out just because um, I'm a jazz fan myself and I uh, I just like to brag. You know Fred Durst from uh, Limp Biscuit, You know the band Limp Biscuit. I, mm-hmm. I, I weirdly talked to him about jazz. So since it's going to come up in your bio, I got to ask, what's your favorite jazz artist? <laughs> My favorite jazz artist? Oh, man. Um... I, I really like Bill Evans. Ooh, God, uh, yes, Bill Evans, uh, piano I man. Like, yeah, I like what I like. I mean, of course, I, I love uh, Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. I like uh, 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 oh, what's this? Uh, Thelonious Monk. Yes, that's his name, right? Uh, yes, I like his style. Let me think. Oh, of course. Um, like you know, I played a lot. Like back in high school, I also played a lot of. 
like Gypsy Jazz, like Django Reinhardt. Yes. Like yes. So, um, I was also uh, influenced by him a lot when, when we talk about playing guitar and that. Yeah. You know what? Now that you mention that, I can hear just a touch of Django in your, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it on your guitar. <laughs> that is awesome. Good lineup there. That's a, that's a, a hell of a set of jazz artists. You've nailed it there. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Well, so you cut that first album. And then uh, it was about four years, right, until you got Blossom out. So I was curious whether the four-year gap there, whether you felt like it, did it take four years because it was a lot of expectations after the quick success of the first album, or were you just so busy touring and, and going around and stuff that it just, it was four years before you could even get into the studio? It was, it was really, we were just like crazy busy. I mean, uh... You know, it was first time for us going on tour also internationally. And of course, it didn't all happen within one year, you know? Like, That's, yeah. I remember 2013 in May, we had our first little tour in Germany. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like fir- first club shows ever. Oof. And then in 2014, we had another tour with bigger venues. And then we started going on tour in Europe. We started playing festivals. Then in 2015, first time for us, big, big moment, big time, going on tour in the U.S. So, you know, that took us three years or even three and a half years to just, because, I mean, the world is a big place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you, you you know, then we went on tour in Australia, we went to South Africa, you know, and you can't can't just do that all within half a year. It takes a lot of time, it's a lot of traveling, it's a lot of shows. And um, so, yeah, I mean, technically, it wasn't possible to record anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. (laughs) Did it help being on the road that long? Did you do, like, do you like writing music on the road? Or do you have to be back home to feel like you can get writing done? Um, Back then, we also wrote a lot on tour. Okay. um, Because we we just spent a lot of time there. And, yeah, that works. Like we have, I do, I do have ideas on tour as well. <laughs> nice, but it's more like it's hard to record them, you know. Oh like yeah, you, you you collect, you know, when you're on tour, yeah. Well, you probably collect at least twenty or thirty voice voice memos on your phone, <laughs> like new ideas for songs. But then you know, once you once you come back home, you have some time, and then go to the studio. Yes, yeah listen through all that shit and then you're like oh <laughs> you know <laughs> and then you really have to get the work done but um i think it's easier yeah to go to the studio you really need some we feel like we really need some space you know also yeah. some headspace and some just some time and on tour you're really like in that yeah it's it's uh i mean it's a lot of fun but it's also tough mm-hmm. and it's I mean, we're already struggling with, you know, finding time to, you know, have a daily routine on tour, do some sports, do some self-care and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you if you've done that, and then also, I mean, the most important thing is the show every almost every night. So we, we keep focusing on that. And yeah, then it's, you know, there's even no more, almost no more capacity to record or anything i mean even though we did that sometimes but sure it doesn't happen that often yeah yeah 
I uh, I do a little music myself, and I feel you on the voice memos thing, and they're always funny because you go through and you're like, that's a really great idea, but what the hell was I thinking with this one right here? This is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's, it's also a messy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, sometimes you title them, but, like, sometimes it's just like, well, voice memo, I don't know, 186, and then you, like, <laughs> you just listen to it, and then you just, like, it's just you or someone else whistling some shit and being like, <laughs> yep. what was <what> that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's still, it's nice to, to have, you know? Yeah. It's a pretty easy way to, 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 um, save some ideas, you know? Track some ideas. So you don't have to carry around a notebook of sheet music wherever you go and have to go in and yeah. draw in notes and stuff. Yeah, oh. that's true. <laughs> well, you guys have definitely been doing a lot of stuff since those first two records. Like, I got to say, I really like the Trip Tape tape records. Um, mm. like that, Thank you. That Tainted Love cover, I really liked because it feels like everybody else that covers that song does the same thing like the Manson cover or whoever else. Uh, so I like that you guys you guys did something different with it for once. So nice. the, uh, is there a cover you haven't done yet that you really want to, that you might say for like Trip Tape 3 or something? Oh, um, I, I think we're definitely going to do some more covers uh, for sure. Nice. Uh, we don't, I think we don't have like certain ones in mind yet, but um, what I can say is that we really enjoy uh, doing this. Uh, um, yeah, we started doing this actually with like really like recording covers and releasing them with the trip tapes, and we definitely want to continue that because it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's so many great songs out there, and it's just like for us, it was just like it's nice because you can put all your creativity into the arrangement and like the the interpretation of it, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. Because the song's written and the song's good and there's nothing to <laughs> doubt about, you know? You yeah. don't have to worry about the lyrics or whatever. So you just go for for the music and we really enjoyed that. And um, yeah, that was, yeah, it's really cool. I, I, I love doing covers. It seems like a good way to like creatively refresh yourself because like you said, they're already done. Yeah. So you get to try some things in a kind of a safe space. You're still making music and you get to think about other people's ideas and see what works for you maybe for the next original record. Totally. Yeah. Well, I got to ask it. We obviously were this. We're here in Colorado here. uh, And so we really (laughs) appreciated your song. (laughs) Thank you for writing about us. (laughs) Sure. So I see uh, you played Red Rocks back in 2015, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah, the big because that's, uh, that's that's where you're going to be coming up here in what August. So um, yeah. I wanted to ask, was it like what made you want to write about Colorado? Was it that Red Rock show, or was there was it another show out here? I know you played in Denver a few times too. So um, <laughs> or just hanging out around here. I mean, we 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 had some good times and good memories in Colorado for sure. But when we wrote that song, it was just like, you know, actually how it came, how it came up, uh, we had that, we had, we had a writing session. We were in the studio here in Berlin and we were actually working on a, on another song. And, um, but we kind of got stuck. So it was like, it was, it was cool, but we were like, mm, yeah, don't know what to do with it. So we just took a break 
And then Philip, he was just like hanging on, on, on the sofa playing some guitar. And then he played that riff, you know, that like and I was like, Oh that's 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 cool riff. That's nice. And then I mean a lot of times it happens like that, you just start well someone plays some chords or a rhythm or whatever or like a riff or a loop. And then you just start like mumbling stuff and it's like oh, <laughs> and it's like that was little Colorado. So and I was <laughs> I was just doing that. Um, we just like Colorado phonetically, you know, it sounds sure. Nice. I think it's a very nice name and nice word. And then we were like, I mean, Colorado, the mile high state, the highest state in, in the US, high like Colorado. We, we had that line. We were like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> so something around that. You know, that's, yep. that's the whole story behind it. <laughs> well, you guys nailed it. I got to say that. As uh, I think Colorado people here could attest, it's like, yep, you guys got the vibe exactly right. So uh, I did have a <laughs> question you. from one of my co-hosts uh, that you, you oh, yeah. referenced Evergreen in the song. Were you talking about the our town of Evergreen or like pine trees or, you know, weed? <laughs> <laughs> Evergreen? Um, I think more like Evergreen, like, isn't Evergreen, I know Evergreen from, you know, like, like a song that's, which is there forever, you know, okay, like, a yeah. big, like a big hit song, uh, and Evergreen, if you use that or if you look at that from a, well, relationship perspective, wishing that, you know, that connection was forever or felt like it could be forever but it was not obviously (laughs) (laughs) interesting well i mean good reference yeah because there's a town called evergreen and obviously a bunch of pine trees here but so man it's got layers i like it yeah it's got got some layers (laughs) man awesome all right. Well, I know I'm pushing up against our time here, so let me let me run through the uh, talk about the new album real fast, and then I'll let you let you get high like yeah. Germany over there. So, um, <laughs> so the new album and uh, title track off of it, "Living in a Haze." What can we expect from it? Are you guys trying anything new with the record? Um, yes, we did actually. I think we tried out a lot of things. We've been working together with a lot of people. You know, different people, like, either, like, yeah, just other musicians, friends here in Berlin, other producers. And um, I think the album's very, going to be very colorful in a way. You know, like, talking about uh, the music, it's mm-hmm. going to be very broad in a way. You Interesting. Know? Uh, a lot of different and, styles. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, like, still, yeah, just a melting pot in the end as well. Nice. Um, I think you can pretty clearly hear our style in it. Yeah, there's going to be some features on it as well. Ooh. Uh, I can, I can special uh, guest. say that. Nice. Um, special guest. Yeah, we, we, had a, we had a good time creating it. Um, we recorded most of it here in Berlin. Yeah, it's going to be good. I think it feels, feels very fresh to us. I'm really excited for it. I really like the new, <laughs> the new single. I notice talking about dancing in the song and I've noticed too there have been a lot of songs lately that are explicitly about dancing Mm. I'm going to try to ask a weird complicated question here Mm -hmm. what is it about the current moment of the world that calls for so much dancing (laughs) is it just the world's going to hell in a handbasket and what else is there left to do (laughs) but dance it away 
Um, I mean that is a yeah, that's the perspective <laughs> on it. Um, for sure. I don't know. Maybe like to me, dancing is um kind of getting connected to yourself on a physical level. You know, because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, the way we live nowadays, you know, the world we're living is also very. I mean, first of all, it's very fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're living a very fast life. We're all like super busy. I think most of us, like you know, we do the hustle, we work, we get up every day. We, you know, it's it's a lot of a lot of tasks. It's also very rational, you know. Yeah. And I think like dancing to me is really get connected to yourself and you know shake off all all that pressure or you know whatever is going 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 around in your head at that moment and just like be you just you and your body and just moving and I think that is maybe or I feel like it always was and it still is a part of us you know yeah I mean it's I mean yeah we, we I think we need that you know it's kind of primal, yeah. isn't it? Like it, yeah. It takes you back to kind of your caveman self almost, and just yeah, that core lizard brain that that just that that wants to move around and have sex and eat and and do the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, but it's. I think it's really. I mean, you can. I mean, there's also like lots of different ways of dancing. You know, there's the way of you just go out for for the night, and you know go to the club, go clubbing, go dancing. Then there's like really, I mean, there's people doing it on a professional level. They really express themselves as we do with music. You know, there's people who express themselves in dancing, which I also uh, find very inspiring. Or now that we talk about it, I just have to think back uh, about our first time touring in Latin America. And... Dancing there has another importance, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the society. It's like really, you know, big. And there's like, there's a lot of dancing on the streets as well. And um, it's car- culture. It's a big part of their culture as well. Yeah. And I love that. It just it connects people as well, you know, as music does. I get it. Yeah. Hopefully there's a lot of dancing coming up at uh, Red Rocks here, August 30th. You guys are touring with Young the For Giant sure. and Talk. So. Before I let you go, let me ask one thing about it. Since you guys have already played Red Rocks, were you out of breath when you were up there the first time? As high <laughs> oh, up as it because is. Of the, because of the altitude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We get a lot of complaints about that. <laughs> yeah, so. really? I think I was more out of breath because of the the view. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's pretty insane. I mean, it's, it is an insane place. Um. I'm really like we're really looking forward to go back there. I'm very excited about it. I'm I'm very happy because yeah, it's an incredible, beautiful place on Earth, and um, playing a show there is just the best. I don't care about the altitude <laughs> as long as I'm as long as I'm, I'm I'll make it. You know, it's, yep. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> you get high like Colorado, but your lungs don't, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, Clemens, I better let you get on with your day here. You are awesome, man. Really appreciate you, uh, you. calling in here. So we look forward to hearing the new album on June 9th and seeing you out at Red Rocks coming up August 30th, man. So yeah, thanks for talking to me. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. That was a good chat. Thank you, man. What an awesome dude. And I'm going to say right now, I felt bad because this interview is not about me. This is about Milky Chance and Clemens. But I was glad I got a chance to drop that me talking to Fred Durst about jazz thing. Honestly, one of the proudest moments of my life right there. Uh, what a cool dude. You got to get your tickets now for Milky Chance, Young the Giant, and talk. See them June 3rd out at Red Rocks, the new album Living in a Haze, coming out June 9th. Hey, thanks for listening here. Uh, if you want to give us a subscribe, that'd be awesome. Give us a give us a like. Tell your friends about us and our cool podcast. Maybe you know, write some emails to my boss to say you really should do that candy podcast already. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of X1039's What's New Now.